Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. How you feeling, man? It's not COVID. You're fine. It's Suck it not. Up. It's not. I've, <laughs> I'm just messing I've had that. a cold. That's why I'm being a little antisocial. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I've been. <laughs> Nashville did you in? Well, I see. Yeah, I don't know if Nashville did me in or just like being in an environment where. <laughs> Seeing people for the first time yeah, and remembering being, what being that's like. Yeah, being social and thing. I mean, I was pretty, I was really good in Nashville. Like I said, we still, we st- you still. Have, I I don't want to make it sound like we were just out there just you know running oh, around in our underwear without a mask on and you know. Just, well, what but, fun did you have? Well, I mean, I still did that. I just don't want people to think <laughs> I did that. It's a difference. So, no, I picked up a, I picked up a little cold, and so I've been. But the problem is, I don't think I've had a cold for like a year and a half. So my body's yeah. like, um, I don't know what to do with this. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But in the and of course, you know. I don't know if, if anybody's done this, and, and I don't recommend doing it. Do not go look up the symptoms for COVID because it's the same for a cold as it is for you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I definitely have a stuffy nose, and, and I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm you know, so I went and got a test, so I'm you know I'm still male. We're good. Good job. <laughs> I'm glad you passed. Well, he's like that. You can you know, take your pants down. I was like, well, just make sure. <laughs> while I'm so, here, yeah, while I'm here, you know, I'll just check everything. Moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's a flesh reference for all you young mm-hmm. people. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm good. It's been a it's been a pretty good weekend, pretty busy weekend. Nice. Uh, yeah. So we did. Uh, we had a really interesting dinner. We should talk about uh, special. <laughs> we should talk special thanks to Tina Chow from Avance, of course, and our friend uh, of the show, a listener. Thank you very much to her for setting this up because she has a friend. Some of our listeners may have heard of. He's been around a couple of tracks, and uh, we ended up having dinner with Randy Popes on Thursday evening down in Union, Washington at the Alderbrook. I thought he'd be taller. Me too. Who is uh, just honestly as nice as guy as you'd expect. He's kind of the same person you see on TV, and that was really refreshing. I think the most interesting thing he said, and it just kind of took me by surprise, he goes, I don't use simulators. I've never been in a simulator. I'm yeah. Like, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I also, I guess if people were giving me cars to drive, I would be less likely to get in a simulator, and especially with his talent. So yeah, yeah, he is currently driving. I was surprised to hear the car he's currently driving for his own. So one LE, yeah, like Camaro, one four LE. cylinder turbo. I think. Yeah, it? yeah. Which I mean, I think that's that's. It's always interesting to hear what the car people. It's like it's like when you on Top Gear when those guys would start to talk about like what cars they were driving at home. Like you know, the, you get you you have yeah, the opportunity Volvo. to drive anything. Yeah, <laughs> you're like really, really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So except oh. Chris Harris, who's like Ferrari, 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 Ferrari and then I don't Porsche, have a Ferrari, you just a Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I had oddly enough, I met with the producers of Top Gear America the other week too. Who were super nice because they were up at Dirtfish. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to see the crew, Dax and crew, but they were. Um, I met the co-drivers for the co-driver for. Um, oh, was that Travis, when you were up there for Dirtfish? Yeah, for, the, for Travis. Okay. I met Travis Pastrana's co-driver. Um, super nice people up there, and then, yeah, it was. It's been a weird couple of weeks meeting new people. I'm excited for that. Uh, it was a big week in Washington because I think they, the the Olympus Rally was happening. Yep, yeah, man, Pastrana took first. And then the block, block back took second. Second in a Subaru. In a Subaru, a Subaru yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Boy, that's a nice thing for our friends at Carter Subaru. Right? I'll tell you. You know? <laughs> Uh, that's got to help sell cars, right? Yeah. I mean, how many of us look and go, oh, well, if he can do it in that. I mean, that, he's yeah, just, just got a WRX. I can go out and do that. Just hand me that and we're good to go. Absolutely. There's no difference in There's those no cars. 
<laughs> All you gotta do is take out the bo- the back seat, but just the lower Maybe part. Maybe some tires. Just the lower part of the back seat. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Just the lower part. <laughs> you know somebody's tried it on Salton Basin Road in yeah, the gravel. Me, I've tried. Yeah, exactly. me too. That's yeah, that's <laughs> I have totally been that when I was younger. I By can the way, totally I need, do that. I need you to help me put the bottom of my back seat back in the we <laughs> Unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, we went up to up to Mount Sight Pub the weekend. How was that? fun i was hibernating like i really I wanted to be there and people were messaging me like where are you what's um, wrong with you yeah what's wrong you? with you <laughs> what do you mean you turned down a time to go like i it says uh, i was i'm trying my best to get better like the fact that not only did i miss mount Sai pub but i missed uh the mule thing too yeah so i went to that as well thank uh, you i for just briefly i, I wasn't <laughs> there very long because that was my last week of on call so i had to I had to, like, carry my laptop with me, and I'm like, take a call, run to Mule, come back, take more calls. ARB was there, and they and Warren, and they had their Gladiator, which was really cool to see built up. Just every manufacturer under the sun was there. So it was cool, just cool to see different builds. I took a few pictures and stuff, but... Uh, I don't think people realize how big Mule is in the off-road industry, and, and then, obviously, it's catching on, and people know this as far as Dirtfish, how big the Dirtfish is in the world. Right. So to have these two things so close to us. so Yeah, we have a lot of... It was just... A great little car people kind of weekend. Well, look at that. People are coming out. The cars are starting to come out, get dirty. Yep. Did a little more work on the monkey. That was oh, fun. Oh, did you? What'd you get done? Uh, I finished wiring up the wireless phone mount, oh, which would be phone. important for GPS coordinates. Understood. I'm not like yeah. the type of person who's using their phone on their motorcycle. <laughs> now, does that run off the battery? Yeah, it runs directly off. It actually directly leads into the, um, what do you call that, uh, the battery tender cable. So I have oh, a battery okay. tender on both bikes because tiny little battery. So will that drain the battery while you're while you're doing that? Because there's nothing that charges the battery when the monkey's running, is there? Yeah. There the gen- is? Yeah, there's a little tiny generator in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, alternator. Get to know your monkey name. Yeah. <laughs> it's Good got a little know. tiny one. And it's only like three watts. So it'll okay. be, which actually you do have to consider in a motorcycle. You don't want to do too, many, too much watts. You will kill them very quickly. But that'll be enough to just hold the phone charged while I use it for GPS coordinates on the rally. Fair enough. Yeah, so I did that, and then I still got to do the foot pegs, and I got us some radios. Oh, yeah. So oh, for the helmet radios. Yeah, the helmet radios. Did you try them out yet? Uh, no, actually, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't really any time. But I'm finally looking forward to that. I just had this picture of you and Sean in different parts of the house with their helmets on, trying to talk to each other. That's gonna happen. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I sure. mean, that's not unreasonable. Yeah, no, to say no. I mean, you got to test it. Of course, it, right? we're gonna do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're excited for that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna attempt to mount my own tires because it's, which is really hard to do. On a wheel that small? Yeah, okay. Like, But I want to be able to do it in case we blow one on the rally. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like changing a bicycle wheel. <laughs> I wish. When are you going to do that? I don't know. I, 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 really, the, I really want to watch that. I've got that. the parts. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll take me a lot of cursing and taking it to the dealer eventually. But <laughs> you got one of those blue park uh, wheel things from like a mountain bike. You're going to do it? Oh, totally, so, yeah. Okay. Just a big screwdriver and some spit. We fine. Okay, well, I mean... <laughs> Uh, for our listeners, I will record that just because I think it's going to be interesting and it'll either end up at the dealership long beep. or at uh, the emergency room. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. I knew Stan we should himself. have let the air out of the tires first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is a notoriously pain in the ass to change small motorcycle tires. It's yeah. actually easier on bigger ones because you have much more leverage. And those little tiny ones have really stiff sidewalls. So we'll see how it goes. But I've done it on big dirt bikes plenty of times, but it, we'll see. Anyway, um, yeah, Carter. I, I believe in you. <laughs> Thanks. Our Carter Subaru tip of the week. Uh, I was thinking about this because I had my truck service the other day. Mm-hmm. I just uh, and one of the things I don't think people talk about enough is uh, getting your vehicle ready to go to the dealership. And we've talked about this a little bit before. But the first thing I asked me, "Where's your wheel lock?" And I was like, "Ha ha! It's in the center console." I actually knew where it was. But uh, there's a couple little things that you need to do before you take your truck to the dealership, any vehicle to the dealership. 
The main one I'm going to point out, though, as someone who's worked at a dealership, worked with dealerships for many years, is clean your damn interior. <laughs> like, if you ever want to piss off, like, your dealership to the point where they will write notes in your file that say, don't ever help this person again, send them to Oregon, just get them out of, out of our dealership, it is leave a ma- massive mess in your car. Yeah, go on YouTube and look at the uh, customer states. Like, yes. It's wonderful. Yeah, you, uh, Reddit just rolled into the shop. You will see it as like a long-running gag of like the nasty stuff people leave in their car. And I've talked about it before. When I was in the body shop days, I found drugs, guns, hmm. sex toys, you name it. I was all in the back Animals. of your car, huh? Right. Good job, Dan. I didn't clean I mean, it for like a year. Well, it happens. A few trips to Mexico. It's, it's, you when, know. The, it's when the animals <laughs> learn to, to handle the guns that it becomes a problem. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just immediately thinking of an image I sent to a friend the other day of a crow holding a knife in its beak with a with a tag on its bird. leg, and it was like, you know, you're in a rough neighborhood when the birds are armed and have tracking tags. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think uh, there's a small raccoon in the back that's trying to heist the. Yeah, but I will I'll just saying one thing: you don't have to wash the outside of your car unless you're a big off-road person. Then you should probably do that. Unless you're taking it to Mule, then they kind of expect it to be dirty in places. But if you're going to take your car in for service, know where the wheel lock is. And if you don't, figure that out before you go to the dealership because your car will just sit there for days while they say tough luck. And two, clean the interior. It doesn't have to be spotless. It doesn't have to go through it with like a fine-tooth comb. You don't need a boar's hairbrush and some interior cleaner, which you can get from Griot's for RCS 10, 10% mm-hmm. off. But please, just a quick vac. Get rid of the junk out of your car. Like put it in a bag in the back seat even. But the more stuff you have shoved under your seats... You'd be surprised how often people need to get in and out of your car. And if you have, like, a weird issue with electrical, maybe that's sitting under the passenger seat. Like, you don't think about that kind of stuff. Maybe they need to access the fuse box or the OBD2 port. And maybe for some stupid reasons, it's European and it's on the passenger side. Whatever. Either way, just clean your car. Please, for the love of God, clean your car. (laughs) It's a self-respect thing, too. Like, nobody wants to work in an environment that's nasty and dirty if you don't, especially t- in today's day and age. Yeah. So, And if you're feeling really good and you really like your dealership, you can leave something in the passenger seat with a note that says, this isn't mine, and if it disappeared, I would be fine with that. Trust <laughs> me, it will serve you in the long run. Whether it be donuts, whiskey, wine, beer, usually whiskey, wine, and beer are the things you want to go for. One for your service advisor, one for the tech. Don't forget that, because the service advisor will take it, and the tech will take it. So... It doesn't even. It doesn't matter if it's cheap beer. Right here, trust me. You just did everybody in the favor, everybody in the whole shop a favor. So donuts also work really well too if you're not a drinker. But I'm just saying, like those little things go a long way to getting that extra service in your car. Trust me, I know this. When it comes to warranty, and you're like five thousand miles later, like yeah, I totally saw this ten thousand miles ago and didn't think it was a problem. We'll fix that. I noted that. Today. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. forgot to write that down. Happens a lot. Are bad, you know. Here's the beer. Please drink it after working on my car. Yes. <laughs> hey, whatever happens to it, it wasn't yours in the first place, right? Right. I mean, because technically you can't do that. Oh. Technically, okay. you're oh, not, okay. you know, quote unquote. So yeah, if something disappears out of your car, that's not your fault then. Yeah, it's okay, just like it, I, this wasn't here. I don't know what that's happened fair. to it. Okay. If you guys happen to clean it out for me, that would appreciate that. So Good it depends time. on the dealership. But uh, Carter Super Tip of the Week is we're just going to leave it at make sure your interior of your car is clean before you take it in for service and your guys will love you so much more. I want to go into this in deeper thing because I want to I want to research it more. But that video I sent you of the ammo guy cleaning the underside of his Porsche with um, basically dry ice. dry ice, yeah, that is the coolest process I've ever seen. Yeah, Griot's our friends at Griot's Garage uh, down there. They have a a new f- facility down there, and they do dry ice cleaning, so and cool. it is 
awesome to see. It makes a huge mess. Uh, yeah, so apparently it goes. Apparently, when you're cleaning, but I was just, I'm just starting to see more and more. I remember when they they showed it to us at Grios, and I was like, Grios needs to make a video on that. Cause yeah, they do. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just stuff you just can't normally clean, and how well it does it. Like it's a pretty painstaking process. But when you've got like he was a perfect example, an air cooled Porsche or something that's just constantly gaining value. That's where you're, that is probably worth your money. Yeah. So lots of degreaser. Yeah. You don't need. Yeah. Well, before we introduce our guests, we are brought to you by Avance, Carter Subaru, Haggerty, Rainier Beer, and we're, of course, recording at Drivers Club, and our friends at Griot's Garage, the exclusive car care provider of Rain City Supercars. You can use our code RCS10 and get 10% off. Today, we have the gentleman from Northwest Crafted. <laughs> our guests are Jordan and Scotty. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, we've known about you guys for a long time because obviously we've seen your work for years. Uh, you're not new to this at all. In fact, I walking around driver's club. We saw several cars you've worked on and parts that have come out of other cars and <laughs> become in cars that you haven't worked on. There are some seats down there in an S 2000. Uh, I mean, you guys have been doing this for so long. I'm, I'm, I'm always not surprised when somebody tells me, Oh, Northwest crafted in my interior. I think, uh, you guys just did Brandon Powell's seat as a monkey, I believe. We did, yeah. We did his, uh, his FJ uh, about a oh, year or two right. ago, yeah. too. Yeah. So um, if you haven't seen our Instagram, um, or Brandon and Powell's, that's uh, Sarpins on Instagram, he is on our monkey rally. I thought he was taking all of our seats and having it done, and he was paying for it. I think that's I think he, that's I, true. I think that's like, you <laughs> he know. He said something about that. Yeah, I believe yeah. he did. You he, know. he did accidentally leave his card. Maybe, oh, the, maybe he did that on he purpose. Did. He left his credit card Dan there. and I will yeah. be dropping yeah. some yeah. things off on, on so, Brandon and Pallet. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think something about later tonight dinner. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yes. Appreciate Thanks, it, Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. 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 Thank uh, you. Yeah. He was supposed to be here tonight because he's working late, and so I blame him. He always works late. I know. He has this job. I don't know what it is. Some lame stuff. Startup. I don't think he does either, so it's good. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so you guys are a father and son team. How long have you been in the business here with Northwest Crafted? Well, Northwest Crafted has been around for coming up on, I mean, this is our fourth year, so we're coming up on five. But uh, before that, uh, that was all you. Yeah, uh, S&S Custom for 30-some years. Jordan worked with me side by side for I don't know, six or seven or eight years before we became crafted. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it couldn't be better. Yeah. We we have a blast all day long. You guys do some really cool projects, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, what? To, how did you get started in the, the I guess, the business? Because, I mean. Uh, yeah, start, started out as a, a chef. So I was a culinary, <laughs> I went to culinary arts school. I did all that thing, right? So I ran restaurants in Seattle and. And uh, did this as a hobby, huh. you know, I uh, didn't have any money. I was the guy pulling stuff apart and ironing it out and doing it in my living room. Wow. And uh, passion. Just uh, oh, yeah. and, and passion and no money. Yeah. So. Yeah. So working in the culinary industry. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, I just kept telling everybody I'm going to open up my own business one day. And I don't know if I believed it, but it happened. And uh, so. Yeah, first was in furniture for a long, long time, and then just got into auto because I loved it, and then my kids were getting to the right age, and uh, they started loving it, and Jordan's like, I'm just going to come in and work for you for like a week or two while I'm looking for another job, and I'm like, 
Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Turns hey, out you're good at this, and no. Uh, he's not He's not just good at this. <laughs> I he, thought that he, was going in a different direction, he, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're not around, it does <laughs> go in that. <laughs> he's my son, and I have to let him work here? <laughs> That's what my dad says to me, so yeah. <laughs> it Actually, it was the opposite. I was like, don't do this. Don't do this because I do it. Yeah. Right. I wanted him to go find whatever it was, and then he was like, "No, I love this," and it shows. It he loves it, and I love it, and we love being creative, and we bang stuff off each other all day long, and we we critique each other and figure out how we can do it better all day. And people ask, "Is it good?" It's way better than good. It's way better than good. Yeah, it's so it's, awesome. it's it's a dream, I think, for both. Well, I I wouldn't speak for me, but (laughs) (laughs) he's over there like shaking his head. No, so visigrant. Yeah. (laughs) Good thing we don't have video. I think he's blinking an SOS too. (laughs) The Morse code. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right, let's take our first break. We'll be right back. We're gonna talk about uh, some misconception on misconceptions I know people have had because I've had to work with these guys before. We'll talk to you soon. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. Uh, back in the body shop days, we used to get uh, like a, a stolen car to come back or something, or somebody would uh, cut the seat during an accident with something in their pocket or something. And you would always be worried because they have that nice factory uh, leather in their car. And they're like, oh, I don't want to mess it up. And I'm like, it's going to look nicer than you had it. So just go with it. And sure enough, it did. Uh, turns out people who are really good at their jobs tend to do it better than the factory did most of the time I've seen. Almost all the time, in fact. Uh, I was telling these guys off the break, at my 2020 Raptor, the seat is already showing wear, and it's got 12,000 miles on it. And it's uh, it w- what I consider probably normal wear and tear, but if you jump from a Ford to an Audi, you're like, that would be completely unacceptable, where the, a lot of the Europeans have nicer stuff. Uh, seeing your stuff, the and manufacturers wish their leather was that nice. Um, what services do you guys provide across the board? Like, or really anything interior. I mean, we can do the, the repairs, you know, to stuff like that on your truck, and then we can go completely the other way and take a car and rip it completely apart and start over. So it's, uh, you know, just as far as your imagination can take it. Yeah, I've seen the steering wheel stuff, too, is a popular one. That's a huge one. We actually we weren't really sure that was going to take off as well as it did Um Probably about three years ago or so, uh, we did a steering wheel, or my first wheel that I'd ever done. I think it took me 16 hours to wrap that Ooh. steering wheel. Um, and Learned we went, the hard way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we went, there is definitely no money in this because I can't charge for 16 hours of labor to wrap your steering wheel. But uh, Here's a new steering wheel. That'll be $35,000. <laughs> basically. So, yeah, we ate it a little bit on that one. But, uh, you know, after the last few years, we've kind of gotten into the, the rhythm of doing them and gotten them faster. And now we're doing the flat bottom mods and, you know, thickening them and adding bolstered thumb grips and all that stuff. And, um, you know, so we've gotten a lot faster and a lot better. And, it took off, and apparently there is a huge market for people wanting custom steering wheels. Yeah, that, they're kind of notoriously terrible from the factory. Well, they're t- f- terrible from the factory, but, I mean, I've seen it, a ton of people that, you know, they, they want to get wheels that they've got everything in their, in their inside of their car is carbon or Alcantara, and they go, 
I ordered the car, and then the steering wheel is this ugly leather. And like you said, the, mm-hmm. everybody wants like the carbon or the Alcantara. They want the shift lights, which I think is stupid. <laughs> I like the shift lights. <laughs> if you're in a race car, <laughs> they look no. cool. Yeah. I like lights. Yeah, I like lights. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, flashing. Flashy lights. I think the most popular mod now has been the flat bottom. Um, you know, I mean, they look cool for one, but the tall guys really love them because you gain, you know, an inch or more of leg room climbing in and out of the car. And they're like, man, I didn't think about it before, but I was always hitting my knees on that and now i'm not so um it's actually something that we didn't really even think about until people started telling us this is why i always wanted the steering wheel from knight rider it's just two little hand no (laughs) (laughs) two two little chains yeah it's just two little yeah yeah Yeah. pretty much funny yeah yeah what's the biggest project you guys think you've like undertaken well mostly the like the any of the older like full custom cars because we're Oh, we're yeah. doing, we're building our own one-piece headliners, right? So we're doing fiberglass shells. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's the whole thing. So you look into an empty shell and you have to build every single piece. It's a lot of time and energy, you know, and then you're trying to do, you know, something one-off and be creative and that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, usually usually the older cars, I mean, the, that what we like is the variety of our job. You know, we get to work on the newer stuff. We get to work on the older stuff. Uh, you don't get burnout on one or the other. It keeps you, I mean, if we pull a, a Ferrari apart or a Porsche apart, you can take some of those ideas into the muscle car uh, market. Uh, so it, it, you, re- you really, I mean, we learn something every day. That's the beauty of our job. Um, you know, so we're not being repetitive. We're not just doing the same thing. And, and uh, you know, it, it just it it just keeps your ideas going constantly. I mean, we're just constantly throwing ideas off, looking at looking at pictures. You know, Instagram's a great a great tool. You know, that's we didn't have that 10, 15 years ago. You know, people are posting ideas and and you know, kind of brainstorming different things. So, yeah, I mean, the jobs just morph all day long. Yeah. Um, do you guys do kit installs or do you do only custom? We do. We just did a kit. We did a kit today. Um, so, yeah, just uh, doing the uh, replacing an OEM style stuff. So we can do that. Um, you know, we try to we're, – we're always trying to be better. So a lot of the kits don't fit very well. Yeah. We're refoaming. We're fixing. We're doing all that things to make those things look as good as possible. You know, our forte is – is custom. I mean, yeah. that's where we want to be because that's where we can show off and, you know, that sort of stuff. But we, we do that, you know. Um, you know, the, the, the a, a kit quality, you get the same deal. You get what you pay for. The kits are pretty reasonable. I mean, you can do a, a, a truck kit for, what are they, 2100 bucks, something like that. For, yeah, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, front, yeah. Front, and, front and rear labor installed. Oh, know? wow, that's not too bad then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... If you look at a factory option for leather, you might be better off anyway. I know Jeep guys are notorious for that. A lot of the Jeep guys will do leather aftermarket because it's usually better quality and mm-hmm. they can get more options with it. Um, do you guys do uh, cooling installs? I know heat is easy. Well, not easy, but heating is very popular, and people have been doing it for a long time. But what is a cooling install like? I've always wondered that. Yeah, there's really only one company out there that makes a you know, quality cooling kit. Um, they're pretty expensive just to just to buy the cooling unit for one seat is like $600. Um, and then the labor to actually modify the seat to get it to fit and work, uh, it's a lot of work. And you lose a ton of foam in your seat when you install all that in there, so you actually lose a, quite a bit of comfort in your seat. So 
Hmm. We don't tend to recommend them a whole lot because we're getting rid of foam. It's a ton of work, and your seat's going to end up being less comfortable in the end. So um, unless it comes to it with cooling from the factory, it's usually not the greatest option. It's Plus, just easier, Dan. You just cut a hole and you put some dry ice under there. Some cooling <laughs> seat. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. See, that might be better. Yeah. What, what we're seeing in that whole cooling seat market, though, leather is coated from the top. It's yeah. not coated underneath. So now you have all this cooling from underneath the leather. You know what it's doing? It's rotting it. Oh, interesting. So you've got all those perforations. I did not think about that before. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, good right? to know. So now how long has cooling been out? You're starting to see rotten seats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go. were getting Cadillacs that were a year old where the driver's seat's already rotting out because they just keep the cooling running 24-7. Huh. Yeah, something to think about. So really, we talk people out of that mod. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, with the cooling option, and you were saying putting it in a car, it basically has to hook into the air conditioning system, correct? Um, or does it have its own? I think f- a lot of factory options might hook into the air okay. conditioning, but in aftermarket options, they actually have a fan system built uh, up under the seat. So you have a ton of electrical components that you're trying to stuff into your More cushion. electrical components yeah. under your seat. What could go wrong? No, it's all good, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it's... It, it's a lot of foam that we're taking out to try to stuff a lot of stuff that's not supposed to be in your seat, in your seat. Many, 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 many moons ago, that when I was back in Spokane, I put a cat skin interior in my Subaru, and I should not have done it myself, one. I was going to say. Two, nobody should ever give me a hog rig. Uh, <laughs> uh, lucky I still have fingers, and I didn't leave a finger under my seat. That's um, funny. Yeah, so I it's thank funny. you for doing that. My cooled <laughs> seats in my Corvette were like a, a, a light breeze you sort of felt. Mm-hmm. And the ones in my Ford are like freeze you to the core if they're on. And you can hear them loudly in the truck when they're on. But the Corvette was like... <laughs> it's like you hope there was a fan around somewhere. The Corvette's like, just turn the air conditioning on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny you mentioned cat skins and hog rings. Cause my dad has a 2000... I think it's a 2000... Chevy 1500 that he still has and Catskin's interior on it that they had installed and it actually held up really well. (laughs) It held up way better than the factory leather would over the years. Um, Not that they're great quality, but they're better than I expected. But yeah. No, no, I I was the bad factor about Catskin. It was the fact that I installed it. (laughs) I was going to say. And then tried to put heated seats in and hogged rings through the heated seats so they never worked. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I I tried that once at the body shop. We had like a leftover seat and one of the body guys was pretty good at it and I tried it and I was like, no, this is never going to be my career. <laughs> if anything, I'm saying, if you buy one of those kits, take it to somebody that's a professional. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, we we love you guys. Yeah. You should post pictures of that. That helps oh, our industry. Yeah. Do it yourself. No, maybe not. No, I yeah. mean, it was, it, this was, there was, there was a lot of beer involved. This was oh. many, many, yeah. many, many moons ago yeah. on Galaxy Far, Far I don't away. think we'd be any better at it now, I don't think I would either. <laughs> like, it's just like, let alone, I was doing it at like, the end of the day. I worked at a car shop over there and it was just, it just. It, it turned out fine, but it was just, like I said, I hog-tied or hog-ringed it to the, the seating ele- heating elements, which I don't know why they never work, or why the <laughs> seats would spark my ass every once in a while. <laughs> get that little tick. Metal hog-rings <laughs> yeah, exactly. into the electric heaters, <laughs> it's fine. It. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep grounding out. Yeah, no, we've seen those people do that, and then they catch fire. Yeah. There's yeah. a little, little burn right there. I'm like, that's... Yeah, a little <laughs> you, hot. You know, you had mentioned the fact that people can bring basically bring you an empty shell and you can create an interior. And you had also talked about something that I had been seeing a lot of is people taking classic cars and they're putting newer seats. They're they're, they're wanting the new something, you know, the Audi comforts, the bolsters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slide across I'd like to get car. rid of the bench so I don't die and slide out on a <laughs> corner. Like, are you guys, are you, will you guys do that too? If somebody comes to you and goes, look, I need, I need this. You can 
you can find them the seats, you can find them the interior, plan it all out. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, and like you said, that's starting to become a popular thing, especially, you know, these guys, like, like you said, they drive an Audi, and you're like, I really love my seat. I would love to have it in my classic car, which that's a great option too. But another good option is uh, taking that factory seat you know, getting rid of all those old mushy springs and just building up from that seat frame, you know, your bolstered seat will make it fit you, will make the lumbar fit you perfectly, have the bolsters where you want them to sit, have the height of the seat adjusted properly so that you're sitting and looking out of that windshield at the right level. Um, and then, of course, we can put seat heaters in there and not hovering to them. So <laughs> I'm thinking 918 seats in the Triumph. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, they'll stick up above the windshield a little bit, but... We can trim those down a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well... <laughs> You know, and, and that's what we do. I yeah. mean, the beauty of a customizer is we can customize. So just because you have a seat doesn't mean we need to lead that seat exactly the way it is. We can we can carve it down. We can hack it up. We can make it a one-off. So it, it's just all about how much money you want to spend and where, where you're. And how factory you want to make it look. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So we can do anything you need us to do. That's what's. That's what's great about what we do. I mean, so if you need something to fit, we'll we'll make it fit, but and we'll make it look like it's supposed to fit. So you guys do metal fab too, right? Yeah, we'll do metal okay. fab. We'll we'll carve something down. Something you know, uh, you usually the idea is, yeah. I mean, depending on what car we're working on, if it's an older car, you know, leave the seat in. We'll customize the seat to make it look like a one-off, mm-hmm. right? So we can do anything you want us to do with foam. Right. That's the beauty. Yeah. That's the beauty of what we do. I mean, we can shape that that boring seat to make it look super aggressive. I mean, we'll, we've done that on Teslas where the older Teslas were a real flat seat and guys were, you know, hitting them and fly them out of the seat. We'll bolster that thing up, make it look like a race seat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just really whatever your mind can come up with. We can create it. What's a service like that run from the low end to the high end? Like I had an old, I had a 99 Land Cruiser, which really needed new foam. I never got around to it. The seats weren't torn through, but it needed leather and foam eventually. It was on the on the list before I sold it to Davis. Um, <laughs> what was that going to cost me to do if I was just going to say, I just, just want like a nicer factory foam and leather? And I don't expect this to be exact. Nobody put down, write this down and say this is the number. I'm just curious what the service runs. So exactly what are you talking about? Um, are we just talking about like say one seat. So we're going to take one bucket seat and fix one bucket seat. Yeah. Like just say, just redo a bucket seat in like the same factory look leather or even just doing redoing the foam. Cause that's what it really needed. Okay. Yeah. Foam. I mean, foam fixes. Sometimes it's just edges and, and just maybe a centerpiece. And you know, if we're pulling a seat apart, usually a minimum to pull a seat out and fix something is like 500 bucks. Okay. Right. You know, if we're doing a full bucket seat in leather, even an OEM thing, you know, minimum couple grand, okay. right? 1500 to a couple grand. And then it kind of goes up from there. You know, we use on all of our projects, we use Hyde's leather. Same leather, Lamborghini, Porsche, Ferrari, all those guys. Same stitching, we use the same threads, all that stuff on every custom project we do. Mm-hmm. It's night and day. Is it expensive? Yes. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. You For know, it's just we, we don't even offer an option. For people like you and I, they'll just put a hole and get some of that Insta foam. Just be fine. <laughs> gorilla tape. These, these rain yeah, super guys get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, getting a mattress for your house, though. The better the mattress, the happier you are. You don't realize that a $2,000 mattress is worth it until you sleep on one for a month. Then you never want to sleep on anything else ever again. 
because once it's there, this is where you spend all your time. You don't spend all your time in your car looking at it. You spend all your time sitting in it, and it's you know it kind of the world starts there in your car, so it, it's worth it. Yeah, it it is everything good about buying high quality. I mean, we we buy the best foams, and it's it, you know you can buy the three year foam. We buy the twenty five year foam. It, it sits better. It doesn't wrinkle. Um, we can make your interior sit, sit perfectly for 20, 30 years by, by the way we do the process. And the leathers, it's night and day. For one thing, the leathers make us look better because they, they act the way we need them to act. But they just lay down nicer. They don't wrinkle. Um, the film is good. It smells I mean, better, lasts longer. All the things it, you want. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, it smells better. That's right up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? that, that brings up a question I want, I'm curious about because everybody thinks, oh, you know, Porsche's buying leather and Lamborghini's buying. Do you have to go through a special process to be able to use that leather? Like, are they, are they pretty bitchy about who they're going to give that leather to to make sure that you're not just, you know... Because I feel like that's a very high-end thing, and, and they, they, they would want a, a craftsman like you, they, they want to know that you know what you're doing kind of thing. Well, there's really only one company. Yeah. Okay. It's high. You do have to apply, okay. yeah, but uh, I would say probably the hardest material to get is Alcantara. Really? Oh, they're really picky. Okay. You know, they, don't, they won't sell to the public. You have to have an account with them in order to get that stuff. You can't just go online and type in, you know, I want to buy Alcantara, you know, you'll get it's some, not on Amazon. you'll get some knockoff <laughs> yeah. suede. Sure, sure. But you yeah. know, um, they don't, they don't want to sell to anybody. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And, and same deal. Alcantara is not cheap. No, I no. Mean, Cause the real, the real stuff is good. The yeah. cheap stuff is terrible. It just like comes apart on your hands. You can see it. I've, I've seen mm-hmm. cheap Alcantara in mm-hmm. cheap cars at cheap shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like go to any show where you're going to find a modified, old Civic and find the Alcantara that's in it. I guarantee you they didn't go for the $500 Alcantara oh, steering wheel. That's Alcantara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference either. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, okay. it just literally like kind of disintegrates in your hand. And over time, you just end up with these flat spots. And you can recondition Alcantara, the real stuff. Like, it mm-hmm. can actually be refreshed quite a few times before it goes bad. Like, the good stuff, like on Porsche steering wheels, you'll wear it down with your hands and your sweat. But you can refinish it pretty easy. Or somebody who knows what they're doing can. Yeah. The cheap stuff just wears right through. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, and especially for steering wheels, now they're making... Alcantara specifically made for steering wheels that'll yeah. better take the dirt and the oils from your hands. So, like you said, you can clean them off and bring them back. So, they do last. Yeah, I was laughing at the old stuff. We got a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> Technology changes quickly. Let's uh, change it up a little bit. Uh, Scotty, where are you from originally? Are you from? Are you a Northwest native? Yeah, I'm. I'm Kenmore. Oh, Kenmore. Okay, yeah, so you didn't make it. Never very heard far. of it. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing for us. Yeah. 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 All right, and uh, were you always the the were you a, you know gearhead like us growing up, or that it just came out of the I industry? Was, I was a Volkswagen guy because we didn't have any money. Okay, right? what's the end oh, of this interview? Hold boy. on, <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna go like this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, he got past the pre-interview. We didn't know that happened. Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hey, it got me here. Absolutely, it got no, me here. we're Carter actually Volkswagen huge Volkswagen. Things, guys, yeah, we yeah. love Volkswagen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, that's I. I was always uh, you. You bet. I I sent my kids a picture of some guy trying to put a Volkswagen engine in with his body the other day, and I'm like, that's how we did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, no, we didn't have lifts. <laughs> we put it in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's I. I was always the creative kid in the family. You know, I got an older brother who's a lawyer, and then there's me. You know, <laughs> so they're like, oh, but but I could figure out stuff, and I was always creative and did stained glass. And 
and cooked and all this stuff when I was younger. And, and then it just morphed into that. And all my friends were like, you know how it is. They realized that you're good at it. And they're like, oh, you're the new interior guy. Yeah. So <laughs> I was starting to do that. And it just it went into this and kept going and made a good living at it. And, and, and now I get to work with my son, which is nothing better than that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What are you what are you guys driving now? I've seen different cars. I've seen Audis. I've seen the uh, is G thirty seven outside. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I have a couple Audis. I have a well, I have one B seven Audi that I turned into a show car, and so then I had to buy a daily because that car got too nice. So I bought an S four, and then that one started getting too nice. So now I have to buy another daily. <laughs> That's a horrible problem to <laughs> have. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Is this like one of those situations where the cobbler's kids doesn't have shoes? Like the interior of your cars aren't finished because everybody else's cars get finished? No. Can you believe it? He has two really nice interiors. Mm-hmm. He I, probably knows I, a guy. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I messed up somewhere. Mm. I'm not sure how I did that. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a great way to show your work, though, if it's with you all the time. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, the problem is, is being a car guy, I can't leave anything alone. So I got inside the car, and I just started looking around going, I don't yep. like this. I would do it differently. And so I ripped it all out. <laughs> Nick can't relate at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I started in the car industry at the place in Motor Trends uh, in Spokane and the fact that I was a customer and they were putting in a, what is it, a VTEC timer in this car. And they was about to, literally, they were about to stick it to the dash and run the, and I was like, I, I, I could do that better. They're like, do you do this? Sure. <laughs> and I glue gun. So I, I custom put it in the dash for the guy and the guy's like, yeah, I'll give you a job. So I get that. I'm like, well, this is a stupid place for this switch. I think it should be here. And yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sickness. It's an expensive <laughs> sickness too. Yeah. It could spend your money on worse things. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I just wish I had the foresight to look ahead and be like, that's stupid there. And then I, w- I wish I'd be like something else and be like, that's stupid there. And if I could do both of them at the same time, it would save me a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you an Audi guy through and through then? Yeah, why? Well, I, I started in Volkswagens too. So okay. I think my when I when I turned 16 I had a Volkswagen Jetta and that was uh my uh not my sister's car, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, that's so I started there, kind of started getting into the the Volkswagen Audi scene doing all the the Leavenworth drive that they do every year and then uh you know, drive, yeah. once I sold that car and actually wasn't you know started to make a little bit of money and then I bought the Audis and started going through those and then uh you know kept telling myself I'm just going to leave it alone it's a nice car you know I should enjoy this car the way it came from the factory and then pretty soon a box full of air ride shows up at my door and I don't know <laughs> that's not your uh, fault no that's <laughs> your fault <laughs> it was meant to be yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know how it got there but I figured yeah. I might as well put it on the car and then pretty soon the wheels came and all the rest of it so yeah <laughs> What's your uh, what's your favorite cars you guys have worked on? You can name a few because I know picking one is like often picking a child, but Ooh, I don't know the 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 Ferraris at the top. I think isn't it? Yeah, that's definitely got to be top five. We just worked on a well, right when it came out, we had a customer who bought an eight twelve super fast yeah. and uh, showed up and amazing car and it already had a gorgeous interior in it. But he said. Yeah, black's okay, but it would be really cool if we did it in blue. And I was like, oh, okay. And so he wanted to literally rip every single inch of this entire interior out down to the metal and start over. And this is a car that maybe had 50 miles on it. Still oh. probably cheaper than having Ferrari do it. Yeah. <laughs> Could be, right? Yeah. So That's uh, terrifying. Well, no, I can <laughs> see that happening in the fact that you spec a car, and then especially in today's day and age, you don't see that car for... 8, 10, 12 months. And by the time you get there, 
like us, your mind is changed and you're going, hmm, blue would be good. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so we wrapped, and oddly enough, he shows up at the shop to pick out a color, and he goes, I want this one. And I looked at it, and I flipped the color around, and it was actually the factory Lamborghini Aventador Blue. (laughs) How many Ferrari guys are we going to piss off if we put factory Lamborghini leather in this car? Do it. So so we did. Yeah, and it it was Hyde's first sell. They had just gotten that to match for for the Aventador, yeah. and they, I, th- I believe we were the first ones to, to purchase that leather. Yeah, they were pretty excited about that one, yep. and yeah, they, they got a good kick out of it, too. They're like, you're putting it in a what? <laughs> like, yeah, we are. So, But he actually, he didn't even, he wanted so much blue, and we actually used a little bit of gray Alcantara, too, but he wanted so much of it customized that we actually removed, like, carpet out of the car and put Alcantara down on the floors. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, you have to wow. take your shoes off to get inside. <laughs> I was going to say, we were laughing, there's a there's a car, there's a show car down on the floor in Driver's Club. It's actually a 64 Impala, mm-hmm. and it has some of the most beautiful carpet I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, I would put, I wouldn't, I'd be like, I'd put on clean socks to get in the car and then not wear <laughs> shoes. <laughs> there's a few of those out there, yeah, right? It's, it's true. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, we've done... And then, you know, you have that flip. We just did a Merc, an older Merc. And what, it was, Bloodslide slide Merc? It was a 50? Was it uh, a 50, yeah. 50, oh, cool. 50 yeah, Merc. Yeah. Super cool. And Air ride, all the, you know, shaved. Oh, super awesome right. car. But we kept the bench seats, but we carved them up. So they were a little bit aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, bigger bolsters on it. And then we did same leather and Alcantara in that. So we brought some oh. some of the new. We did Alcantara headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a little bit of little bit of both worlds. That's cool. Yeah. Right. I'm going to speak for Nick here. So how much is it going to cost him to do his, uh, his monkey seat? Because I know that's on the list. He doesn't have to say it. I know it's on the list because he's done everything else to that thing. It's not going to cost me anything. They have Brandon's credit card. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'll, pu- I'll have him put his initials on the back. Well, what I'm thinking like, um, and I, this is something I'll have done too because I'm a very large person on a very small motorcycle. And more padding? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, I want to do either some kind of gel insert or something like that because yeah. on a, a little bike like that, any motorcycle. I, back in the day when I was selling motorcycle stuff. I was so done with that bike, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> People would be like, oh, I want a Corbin seat or whatever seat. And I'm like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, Corbin seats are fine. I'm not bashing Corbin. But if you want it done right for the money, is like you go see somebody local and you have them. You go sit on a seat. You get one of these, a local guy who knows how to build a motorcycle seat to do it. And you will be so much happier than if you ordered a seat out of a catalog. It's totally true. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. It, and motorcycles, especially from a guy who can't, had an RC fifty one, which is the equivalent of a you know fake leather over a plastic plank right. as your seat. Yeah, it was one of the best investments I ever made. Um, yeah. What does a motorcycle seat run, and what are the differences in building a motorcycle seat, which will see a lot of weather? Yeah, I mean, uh, there could be a, a pretty good range in there i mean like you said uh we, we sometimes we're just retrimming them changing out some materials changing up the, the, the design a lot of guys like to do that diamond pattern or the hexagon pattern um bring some of the new stuff in there and then some guys want to recarve the whole seat and add gel pads and, and a whole bunch of stuff so i mean you can heater. do yeah heater right um I don't, think, I don't think you want to run too much electricity through the monkey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I can do the heater on my own. It's fine. You got a hog <laughs> ring. I'm good. Right. I'm good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so they can range from you know a few hundred dollars to you know upwards of fifteen hundred bucks, depending on you know how crazy you want to go. 
All right. I hate you so much. Like, you, so you, much. As soon as you see Brandon's no, exa- seat, you're going to do I it. I already saw it. That's not my point. Like, I've been, I purposely told myself I was done with it. But, like, as he's talking about things, I'm like, that's what I want. I want Diamond Patch, and I want, I want brown uh-huh. leather, and I yeah. want RCS on the back of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore, Dan. <laughs> well, thanks you're, for the sale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No problem. Your friendship thanks. is worth it, but it's expensive. Yeah. I will be doing the same thing yeah. to mine, yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm it's sure Shauna will be doing it to hers, too. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's one of those things that is one of the most worthwhile investments I've ever made on motorcycles is seats, yeah. especially of all things, especially dirt bikes. Street bikes are one thing, but a dirt bike is, let's just say, extremely uncomfortable when you hit a lot of bumps for 40 miles off road for an extended period of time. You want to walk the next day? Invest in the seat. It's yeah. a huge difference. Right. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Ferraris are your favorite. Uh, let's jump back a little bit. What is the worst one that you consistently see? What's that nightmare car? Yeah, go ahead and use the customer's name. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I love how they both they both are like, I know that guy. <laughs> I'm old. I don't remember names. So that'd be on Jordan. <laughs> Worst car. I really, really, really hate working on BMWs really oh. badly. Oh, man. They just, Fair. they use the worst glues. We get a lot of BMW headliners in because everybody's headliners falling down after a few years. And I don't know what they did, but it's just <laughs> terrible. So anytime someone comes in with a BMW and says they want something done, I just cringe a little. <laughs> You're like, all right, it's double because it's BMW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of engineering. Oh. I mean, just to just to take a seat apart or take something out, it's mm-hmm. way more difficult than any a car. Yeah. Oh, what is it? The the new Lincoln has like the 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 navigator yeah has like those 30 something different way adjustable seats that are basically like two separate sections all in one i was just looking at the panels in one of those and i'm like oh that's a nightmare okay uh, has anybody come in and asked for the the starlight headliners oh yeah we get that quite yeah. a bit actually especially recently i mean i think since uh car shows are starting to pop up here and there people are starting to think about it again but yeah we've done a few of those uh that is a painstaking process yeah. of just poking individual holes and running fiber optic cables and yeah. so it's a it's a lot of work but it they do turn out pretty awesome when they're yeah. done you just sit yeah. in the middle of the car with a drill and go one two three <laughs> oh, starlight well, well <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna leak a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're fixing one of those uh, customer oh. di- a diy oh fair yeah. enough okay. you, you did hog rings he did drills yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like can you fix that and we're like yeah okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I've watched some other, I mean, back when Rolls-Royce first came out with it, I think, and it was West Coast Custom, tried, they showed it, but like running all those fiber optic cables uh-huh. and then to the, the unit that has to actually send the fiber, it's, that's insane. Like, mm-hmm. that's, a, mm-hmm. that's a big process. Yeah, so. all you data center technicians, if you need another job. Yeah, right. <laughs> running fiber. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're making better units now. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. cheap. I mean, no. yeah, six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars just for the unit itself. And mm-hmm. you have to buy a good one. You don't want to do all that work and have it fail on you. It's flickering. Hey, yeah. yeah, it's at night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going yeah. to say, I think, what is that an option from... From Rolls Royce and Bentley, isn't it like Starlight? Yeah, I know, yeah. isn't it like a fifteen or twenty thousand dollar option? Oh, it's though? more than that, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Depending uh, on depending on what constellation you want and how many stars and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think it's totally customizable in the fact that if you want it to spell out, you know, mm-hmm. your other girlfriend's name while your wife's <laughs> in the car, you know, whatever it is. So <laughs> Who's Shannon? No, I don't know. Oh, wrong button. Wrong button. <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> wrong scene. Yeah, that's wrong scene. Yeah, yeah, supposed to say Susan. Sorry. Uh, the yeah. nanny's name up there. <laughs> <laughs> she knows why. all right let's take our next break we'll be right back grandpa what do you call this thing again 
It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. So, I mean, you guys aren't just local. I mean, you guys are, you know, like you were talking about, some of those, those the, 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 the flat-bottom steering wheels, you're actually cutting the steering wheels you're working on, but people are sending you stuff from the East Coast and things like that? Oh, yeah, all over the place. We actually, um, I just finished up a full interior for an Audi S3 in Connecticut. So we, <laughs> oh. uh, it showed up on a pallet. We did the whole thing, boxed it back up, sent it out. Um, last week, we did a whole interior for an RWB Porsche in New Jersey. So we just shipped that one out last week. Everybody's um, got one of those things now. I was going to say, you've, this, you've <laughs> done a few RWBs. Uh, yeah, I think, think that was the third one we've done. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I know you, the, the one we saw at LeMay. Um, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Fantasy colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw his car. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful interior in that car. Under the hood and everything, too. Like, that was a mm-hmm. full, <laughs> like, way more than just the inside of where you sit. Kind of. Yeah, go. that was actually a cool build, uh, especially under the hood, which, you know, most people don't do um, just because there's no motor there, so why show it off? And, yeah. Um, but he wanted to kind of showcase some of the air ride and the cool stuff that he had done up under there. But uh, he's like, I, I want to I make all these panels and all these cool things up here, but I really need it to be removable and quickly because there's, you know, things like power steering, battery, uh, fuses, and all kinds of other stuff up there. So we made every panel in that trunk magnetic, and they all locked into each other so you could have that trunk. that's really cool yeah so you, when you pop the the hood on that you could actually have the whole thing disassembled in under a minute that's yeah. awesome yeah i that, never thought of that yeah <laughs> yeah well, I mean, you think about the interiors obviously do you guys work with people's like uh, audio engineers and things like that for doing interiors for like boxes and you know making speakers look like they're not just sitting in the back of a civic kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah so i mean we can do a lot of stuff especially when it comes to audio like we can press our own grills um, so it's not just maybe a flat piece of mesh. We can actually have some shape and some contour to it. Um, you know, we can, you know, mill out aluminum trim rings for pieces and kind of really integrate things to make it look factory, even though it's aftermarket. Sure. Yeah. Huh. It's neat. Yeah. So we, yeah, Dort does a lot of router table work. We do a lot of fiberglass and body work. I mean, just, you know, just imagination goes. So, yeah. and, you know, we're trying to do a lot more. Uh, probably like the last four or five builds, uh, we do our own renderings. Okay. So we're we're getting into that to help people envision it a little bit better. You know, yeah. at least we can pull colors in, textures, that sort of stuff. Do some slight mods and things like that. So we're progressing in that more. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, for the common stuff you guys are doing? It's just say, which is like common. It's <laughs> the popular things you guys are doing. Uh, what's the turnaround time for a steering wheel, flat bottom and all? Um, typically for steering wheels, we like to schedule them in because we know obviously you need your steering wheel to drive your car. And a lot of people, you know, they are dailying the cars that they're modifying, kind of building into their own. So um, if we can schedule them in, a simple retrim if we're doing that, maybe adding a 12 o'clock race stripe or something, uh, is just a day or two. We like to do it, get it in quick, get it right back to you so you can keep driving your car. Uh, flat bottom mods, they tend to be about seven to 10 days, um, but uh, we try to get them done as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the, the biggest weak point on any C6 Corvette mm-hmm. are the seats and the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. ugliest parts of the car. But if you fix those two things, you actually have a pretty good car all the way around out of the factory. It needs almost nothing. 
but it is so terrible on the inside. It'll be the one thing you'll be really glad you spent the money on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, our, we're, we're, our, our biggest deal is if the seat's not right, the car's not right. No. You know, so we take a lot of time. doesn't matter what the seat is. Even in the Ferrari, we cut that seat up to make it more aggressive. We cut holes through it. We put grills in it. We cut the front off of it. We did all kinds of stuff. But We it, butchered that seat. Yeah, we really did. But it looked <laughs> stunning when we were done. But it fit the customer. And that's the biggest thing is even if we're dealing with an old muscle car or whatnot and we're, I mean, 99 times out of 100, we're pulling all the springs out and we build that seat out of foam and we have that customer in three or four or five times. And they sit in that car and that and that – once we get that, then we can build the rest of the car. But if he's not looking out right and he's not just sitting right in that car, what's the point? No, I was going to say, you spent 500 grand on a car. You spend five grand on a seat to get it or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's worth perfect. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the things like, you know, for LaFerrari and, and you know, they, you yeah. go to the factory and they fit you to the seat because. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many cars have we all been in where you go, oh, this is a great car, but I couldn't drive it more than 30 miles because my back would be dead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of time on lumbar and just in the fronts of the fronts of your, uh, you know, legs and things like yeah, that. The way, support. Yeah, thigh yeah. support, exactly. Thanks. I was trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm pointing. Yeah, yeah, I'm pointing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that's a that's a real big deal for us. So, you know, we spend a lot of time, and you know what? We absolutely love what we do, and we understand that the customers love their stuff. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a Honda or Ferrari. We're taking the time to do it right. Yeah. And and that's what we love about. The car guys, they get it. I mean, they get, they understand. I mean, more and more people walk in. And we, oh, I get it. I know you need the time to do it right. And we're like, thank you. We do. We need the time to do it right. And I'm because, still going to call you every day to see if it's done. Oh, okay. Do. You, <laughs> you, you are not our customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be done in 30 days. All right. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> For lunch? Yeah. <laughs> I know I just left you a message, but I want to make sure you got the message that I left you about the message I left you. Okay. You would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Nick and I worked in that industry. We would not be surprised yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's uh, next for you guys? Is there anything on the horizon you guys want to get into or you haven't done yet? Or is there a project you can talk about that you want to brag about a little that people should check out? Um, as far as, uh, you know, next things that we want to get into, I would really love in the next few years to get our hands on a laser table. Um, oh, yeah. It would just make, you know, making some of those precision parts, especially when it comes to building the hot rods where you're manufacturing every piece of that interior. Uh, it would just kind of take that up to the next level, make things a little bit easier. Of course, you can multitask while the laser's doing something. I can be building something else. Um, so, you know, that would be uh, that would be something that I would like to get into in the next few years. Lasers are cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, they are coming down, though. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, still. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not 100 grand anymore, but they're still not, uh, yeah. not 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always watch the, have you seen the laser cleaning they're doing now? Mm-mm. Yeah, so we talk about dry ice cleaning. Now there's there's laser cleaning as well, and you adjust the laser to the exact uh, temperature you need, so that it just removes rust and things like that, but it doesn't burn into the material. Like it'll it'll remove it'll literally clean wood 
without burning it. I'd lose it's a crazy. finger. I have seen that. Yeah. I'd be up there with the laser going, oh, you just you go to scratch it off. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. turn the laser off again. <laughs> it's good because the, the, the hole cauterized itself. <laughs> I needed to trim my nails anyway. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's good for you. Uh, you guys are an Avance partner. We are. Yep. What is your Avance? Is it uh, 10%? It is, yeah. That's All right. right. Well, Avance.com, another reason to be an Avance member because we keep telling you to do so. People keep thanking us when they join. Um, yeah. So if you guys need to get hold, if we need to get a hold of uh, you guys, what's the best way to reach out to you guys? Um, calling us on the phone is great. Uh, emails are good, too. We actually, a ton of people just really like to just direct message us on our social media, and that's that's all perfectly fine. So whatever's most comfortable for you. Just yeah. don't text me at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, just 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. 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 What's a, um, and you guys, where's your shop located at? Uh, we're up in Everett. Okay. Yeah. And would you, if, like, the ideal scenario is that, uh, like, somebody brings you their car or a piece and does it there? Like, or do you guys do quotes via, you guys do your, your Doing stuff all over the U.S., so you're doing yeah. it by photo mainly, or is it easier just to bring it in? Sure, yeah. I mean, whatever's easier for the customer. I mean, a lot of times, uh, I mean, depending on the project, we might want to actually have it there in person, but a lot of times they can shoot us a photo, you know, go, well, this is what I have. Maybe they have a photo of something that they've seen that they like, um, and then we can kind of give them an idea about cost from there. So, uh, okay. yeah, photos are great. And what's your Instagram, by the way? Because I know that's the way to tell everybody now. Go check out their Instagram. Cause you, I, I follow you guys. So I don't know what it's, yeah, uh, it's just uh, at uh, NW underscore crafted. Okay. Yeah. NW underscore crafted. All right. And of course, like I said, they're an Avance partner, which will get you a pretty hefty discount on stuff like that. And what's new with Avance? Just one thing coming up. They had a killer track session last weekend, but uh, opening day at Exotics is the only thing on the calendar tentatively for this week's schedule. That may be the first. Of course, it rained out as is tradition. <laughs> so <laughs> for Exotics. That's like nine years in a row now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember when yeah. they had an opening day. That's all right, though. Uh, so that'll be hopefully Saturday the 1st, uh, technically 9 to 11. Get there at 7 if you want to get in. <laughs> we won't be. Uh, we'll yeah. get there at like 9. <laughs> It'll be great. We have smaller vehicles. For yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. it's it's uh, it's mixed. It turned into a beautiful sunny day. Hopefully we can hold out for the weekend. And uh, we're crossing our fingers. Yeah. I hope you guys will be there, too, so people can talk to you. Maybe you can showcase the car. I'm sure there'll be room for something you guys got. Yeah. So. He's got a couple of show cars. He, he's, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for coming in. Thank you for sharing your story. Like I said, uh, we look forward to, you know, talking to you again another time and, and you know, hearing some of these stories. Like I said, it was it was fun to, to get to know that. And obviously, I will be talking to you. Thanks to Dan. I'll be talking to him, seat. too. Yeah, I'm doing the same yeah, thing. I'm going to bring you. You're going to bring a seat. I'm going to bring two yeah. seats. I'm sure yeah. David will bring him four. Yeah. And uh, Brian, I'm sure, will bring him one. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. we'll we'll pick on David over here at Driver's Club to get a custom Driver's Club monkey seat. So yeah. <laughs> he's nodding his head. Yeah. 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 Appreciate it. That was yeah, fun. Thanks for having us guys yeah. all right scotty jordan thanks for coming to the show uh for rain city supercars i'm nick i'm dan and don't just get there enjoy the drive <laughs>